Yo, what's up, man? This is Malik speaking. And this is Clarence speaking. We got Pops in the building. Yes, sir. Um, so, y'all, this is our first podcast. This is our first podcast. How you feel? Um, I'm excited. This is this is going to be fun. Yeah. Um. So, for all y'all who don't know, since this is the first one, we got to give you with the introduction. We got to hit you with the 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 mission statement of, of why we're doing this, what this is called. So, if you don't know, you're about to find out. This is called Fill in the Gap. You're probably like, what the heck is Fill in the Gap? But... Filling the gap is dedicated to bridging disparities and cre- and creating equitable opportunities for all individuals. Like we believe our mission is to identify and address gaps in various domains. Like our, our whole mission is to strive for em- empowering, empowering. I can't I can't even say it, but <laughs> you get me. Empowering yeah. individuals and communities, ensuring that no one is left behind. And we believe that together we can you know fill the gap and build a brighter future for everybody. And we're for tomorrow. Talking, yeah, and that's important because we're talking about filling a gap. We're talking about the gap between the generations. So that's why you have pretty much new school and old school, you know, coming together to make sure that we come up with those commonalities to make sure that we continue to fill those gaps of misunderstanding as we thrive and strive to be uh, more unified as we move forward. Yeah. I feel like that's that's kind of what we need more in the world is just unity you got a lot of you and i ty <laughs> what was that what was that uh that was the queen latifah queen latifah yeah yeah the queen latifah i remember um but like yeah more unity within different groups and ethnicities and age range like I'm, i mean like for us you, you really don't see a lot of father sons doing a lot together without someone being forced to do something like we right. were just like you know let's just do this that's, out of that's this flow yeah what we want to do and what we love to speak to people yeah and it's so cool because of us being able to do it now where you've had the opportunity to experience some things and go through some things so that we can now have those uh man-to-man conversations and to see yeah. the differences and compare between the different generations as we both grew up and I think today, what we're going to talk about today, I think today's topic is, is, is entitlement. 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 Yeah. And, it, and this is dope because we get to give, you know, what filling the gap is, is, you know, given our perspectives on both sides from, you know, an older and a new kind of generation and the feel behind it. Yeah. Yeah. And then to try to see the differences, how the differences worked for both and what did not work, and then try to see where the similarities and commonalities are and then what we can glean from each other to help you all understand and even us as we move forward to do better yeah solve the problem figure out the solution but before we figure out the solution we got to know what entitlement is we got to get the definition of it yeah you got the definition let's let's get into it a definition for entitlement is the context of generational differences that refer to different beliefs or attitude held by individuals that are inherently deserving of certain benefits, opportunities, or advantages simply because of their generational affiliation. So with entitlement, you know, it it offers people to have a false expectation, in my Mm -hmm. opinion, of what success or recognition looks like without them doing any work um, or putting forth any effort to qualify for those benefits. Mm -hmm. So that, that's, that's, that's crucial. That's very important because i think this generation now don't really appreciate yeah yeah no that's <laughs> the fact. the hard work that my generation or the older generations had to to go through to value 
what we have. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like we think it's like, you know, like the the king and queen, like it's just going, you know, get passed down to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's yeah. like, you no, know, like we still got to work. We still got to try to try to provide for ourselves. But no, this generation is so a lot of people used to say microwave where it's just like you put in, you know, a hot pocket and you just 30 seconds is done. And you expect to get it out like that's that's I feel like that's my generation where it's just like we just expect everything to happen so fast and, and so quick with no hard work being put in or no right. consistency or, you know, just the basic things of life that you have to do you know, on a daily basis. Yeah. We kind of forget that. Yeah. And, and what ties into that is that this generation, I feel has not been taught history Hmm. the way they need to. So when I was growing up, we dealt with civil rights. I came out, I was born in the seventies. So when you think about civil rights and all that took place, Vietnam war, my father was in that, you know, um, that made a big difference because you had to value and respect your history where your where your people came from yeah where your family came from and i feel that's not being um talked about enough even growing up we were you know we ate at the table you know yeah, we mom, don't we don't eat at we, the table. when mom cooked you know whatever mom put on the table we ate we didn't have no choice about wanting to go to mcdonald's or popeye's whatever she cooked and if she always cooked we always ate together on Sundays after service. Mm-hmm. And I remember I couldn't get off the table until I ate all my vegetables. And I used to hate vegetables. Yeah. I'd be the last one to leave the table because I had to eat all them vegetables. But I feel like, because I feel like the difference between that time um, and this time was also like how we, how we communicated and like responded as a family. Mm-hmm. Like how people was able to just, you know, be with family. I feel like a lot of the times um, that's not really, you know, r- relevant in today's time where it's just like, you know, you you get to be with family. And it's not even that, like if you can't even be with family, it's just the idea of like, there's so many fast food options. There's mm-hmm. so many things that's just a quick pickup to like McDonald's, you know, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is killing the game. Yeah. It's just like, you know, yeah. you go you driving in your car past Chick-fil-A, they quick, they fast, you go home, and then everybody in their rooms yeah. eating or everybody watching TV. Well, Chick-fil-A nowadays was our McDonald's back in the day. You know, mm. we used to Happy Meals, that's all we ate. McDonald's, Happy Meals, McDonald's, Happy Meals, and a little toys and stuff they would put in there. I mean, McDonald's is still on point today, but yeah, Chick-fil-A is, is taking over. It's running over. But not only Chick-fil-A, technology. Oh, yeah. So when you look at entitlement man when i was growing up there was one tv in the house and whatever pops wanted to watch was what we watched and it was back in the day it was the tvs that had the the tube tvs and you had to turn the knob to get to a channel and then at midnight nothing was on tv but the star spangled banner that that american flag would be waving and then tv yeah tv would go out static that's all you would hear because the national anthem on TV. That was it. That flag would be going, and somebody that had the music playing. I'm serious, and 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 that's it. It's time to go to sleep. You what know did they, what did they expect people to do? Go Just, to sleep. Yeah. Go to yeah. bed. You know. It's, but now it's like technology has taken over. Where, you know, it's 24 seven. Even then, we had more value and respect because of the work our parents did to 
honor that okay it's one tv in the house they whatever they did we we agreed with we didn't have a tv in every room Mm -hmm. we didn't even have cell phones there was no such thing back in the day so when you look at how tight the family unit was it was tight because there was less distractions yeah and you had um not only mom and dad but even grandparents it's like the whole block will raise you everybody on the block knew you they knew your parents they i mean so if anything went down they knew who you were and they knew who to get in contact with so the whole dynamic of how family structure was and is now is different but when we talk about entitlement one of the things that happened through the generations is that families wanted to do better than what their parents did Mm. so they would spoil their generation or their children to a point where whatever they lacked they gave to their children so they wouldn't have to live the same life that they lived correct but with that they forgot to also teach them morals Mm. teach them character teach them to to be respectful and responsible and then when parents start having two jobs and that generation came up thinking that this is how it should be i'm gonna do whatever i need to do then when they had kids they did the same thing but in the whole sense of that people stopped teaching their children the value of work i was just about to say i was like the thing nowadays is people don't want to work no like that's that's so key because it like you said it teaches you the you know the moral concepts of what it means to wake up early what it means to you know go out and do what you need to do to be responsible to not you know fall into peer pressure because you know you have certain things to do um like that saying like a man that don't work don't eat it's just like you have to uh, apply those you know those real life principles to your life to see it through you know yeah and you do and it makes a difference because when you work for yourself and you get value from that Mm -hmm. or paid from that it does something to you as a man or woman because it's like okay you value your time you value what you've done no matter what the job profession is or whatever it is because you put the work in yeah you put the work in and that's your reward that's your 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 benefit you know and a lot of times because of media again back in the day we didn't have all these tvs we didn't have all these outlets to media but now media has taken over to make people believe or an illusion that okay if you just do this you'll be a millionaire if you do this you'll make this type of money and we don't have people that want to work with nine to five no more. Mm-mm. And then well, we're not even talking about with families. So you have this generation coming up because what they see, they think that their mom and dad is supposed to do that for them as well. Yeah. They're supposed to just immediately give that to them because that's what they want. And that's the problem. That's one of the problems. So let me ask you this question. How, how, because you, you were kind of raised in this generation but not in this yeah, generation like like because middle. it's like every 10 years, it's like things are changing. Yeah. So w- what happened for your generation is different than Melody's generation, my mm-hmm. daughter, because it's, you know, because of the, the difference in age, but that she's not too far behind you. But yet, even those four or five years, six years is a big change when it yeah. comes to technology and how, you know, people are raised. Cause I'm like my first phone. I had a, I had a minute, I had the minutes phone. Then yeah. I had the flip phone. I had I remember having a sidekick. 
you know, so it was a, it was a process. Then I finally got I was at Android. Then I finally got an iPhone. Like kids nowadays immediately got iPhone, but that's just the evolution of time and everything. Like these kids being born spoiled, yeah, you know, and it's it's that's just hard. And part of it is because too, as each generation changed, society changes. Yeah. So when I was growing up, we knew everybody on the block. Everybody was family. You know, but as time progressed and more crime took place and more kidnapping happened and more drugs hit the streets and families began to move, then the 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 community became disenfranchised and they stopped communicating or building those relationships. And because of technology changing, what I've experienced is that now you're creating more introverts that people be into themselves. Kids can't go outside like they used to because yeah. of pedophiles or things happening. So parents would give their children more technology to keep them occupied and keep them busy. Back in the day, that's when you start off seeing all these video games, Nintendo, mm-hmm. uh, Xboxes, Sega Genesis, all that stuff was coming out to keep children occupied because again, parents had to work more. You know, if father wasn't in the house, it's just mom. She working double shift, two jobs. So something had to occupy that time. And what happened over time for what I've seen is that technology took over raising kids. Yeah. So when you talk about entitlement, so now kids think that as they went, because you give it to them at a young age to look at and to learn and to grow, they think that, oh, I'm supposed to have this. Mm -hmm. I need this. And if parents are deliberately spoiling their children, they're creating a generation of, of young people who, are spoiled, think they're entitled, don't want to work for what they have. Yeah. Was there was there ever a point in your life where your mom and your dad had to ground you and take your phone away? Uh, they grounded me, but I'm not going to say take my phone away because at that time I didn't I didn't have my own personal phone until I was grown or until I left That's high school and went to college because a lot of that, we talk about flip phones and pagers back in the day. I yeah. grew up in the pager age. A lot of that didn't come out until um, late 80s, 90s. So when you talk, then that's when we had block phones. So when you talk about uh, that time frame from now, it's it's night and day because that was earned. Mm-hmm. I had my first job as a busboy. So I've always understood the labor of hard work and working hard and having money and value in that because I, I worked for everything that I got. So even playing the drums, you know, in in church, you know, I played the drums. I was going to quit. My father didn't let me, but it was something I had to learn that I couldn't quit when I didn't want to do it. Yeah. And my parents taught me to, uh, the, to be not only responsible, but the value of money. And I think this generation don't really understand the value of money because they think it's supposed to be theirs. Yeah. You know, it's supposed to be theirs. I'm not going to name names of people that I know. <laughs> Go ahead and name you them. Know. Go ahead and name them. <laughs> you know, it, it puts a burden on parents who, like me, who were raised a certain way, but also want to instill those same principles in that, you know, you all, I just put, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'll use myself and my children as an example. Part of that problem is now we're living in a, a, gener- a day and age where you can't necessarily just call it all entitlement because now you're dealing with mental health. Yeah. So you're dealing with a generation that don't know how to deal with peer pressure. Mm-hmm. Who don't social, know how to deal with anxiety, so anxiety, depression. When I was growing up, I had that. 
Yeah. It was a, <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever, you know, whatever I thought I had anxiety or depression wise, I got whooped and that whooping <laughs> cleared me of my depression yeah. and my anxiety. <laughs> so when you look at those, you know, growing up in 70s, 80s, even 90s, we, we didn't have no mental health challenges. You had the belt. You had, you know, punishment and uh-huh. you had the fear of God put in you yeah. to make you not do certain things. But I think part of the reason of such entitlement is because we've gotten away from even the way we discipline now, because now you got laws that will that the kids can use to take their parents to court if they whoop them yeah. or beat them. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's it's totally changed. It's different. I feel like even when it comes to entitlement and kids feeling like they did or they does not deserve, but they, you know, yeah, are entitled to such a thing. I feel like that comes with um, they will start to take advantage of mm-hmm. like their parents. You know, if their parents are working hard, um, the child would just feel like it just belongs to them. Like I remember um, this, this was recent, you know, mm-hmm. and this this affected me to this day. I was just like, oh, my goodness. When you when you took me off the phone plan, I said, man, <laughs> I said, man, you know, all my life, you know, it's not that I was like entitled to be on the phone plan forever. But it was just like that wasn't nothing I was thinking about. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that. And that hit me. And I was like. Dang, well, I knew someday it was going to come, but I guess today is the day where it's just like, I was like, all right, I mean, I need to step up what I need to do. I need to keep on working um, and hitting my goals. But it's just like work ethic is key. It is important when it comes to trying to overcome that entitlement and you thinking that something is just supposed to come to you and you haven't even put in nothing, haven't put in no work to get to where you you know want to go. Yeah, yeah. And, this, and I'm, I'm going to say this. This is interesting because it's off topic a little bit, but it relates to the topic. When you if anybody ever um, um, seen this, this, this series of power. Right. And I had opportunity to watch that whole thing through. But at the end of power, and I'm going to spoil for somebody who haven't seen it yet. Spoiler. I the, haven't even seen it. Yeah. But at the end of power, when um, what's his name? Oh, my God. Who is power? Uh, Ghost. When ghosts. When when Ghost bites the bullet, he gets he gets killed. Ghost is dead. He has a will, and in the midst of his will, everybody thinking about get this money, especially his family, his wife, it was ex wife and the kids. So when the attorney reads the will, he says that X amount of dollars will be given to the son. Everything was given to the son, not the ex and nobody, but mm-hmm. the son. But there was a caveat to that. He said the son will be able to get these this money once he graduated from college and that was his struggle and if he did not graduate from college with a certain gpa he could not inherit the money so when we really go deeper with entitlement i like that process of it because you know it's earned you know the reward should be earned. Yeah, some things be given to to you because it's inherited. You you know your family is is just yours by default. But sometimes certain things have to be earned to have a greater appreciation and value for what your parent went through to provide or to store up those resources for you to be successful. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest thing. And by the way, you mentioned about T-Mobile. I, I, I'm still paying on your your uh, your laptop, so I still got that on my bill. But, my, my, what do you mean my laptop? Well, you know, you get the iPad, you know, you, that's a different line. So your phone line. I thought you that got, was cut off. No, I still, I'm still paying for that every month. No, Dude, I switched it over. I took care of it. You switched your phone 
over, not your line for your laptop. I'm still paying for that. So I ain't saying no, nothing because that's Hold fine. On, wait, no, you're not. Cause I promise you, I'm paying no, for that. No, no, no yeah, because I just got another line for my iPad. Yeah, but you need to ask them about the first line and see what they say. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna check my T-Mobile bill and see if there's gonna be another problem. Because you still have access to my T-Mobile because I put you on as authorized user. So see, there we go. We talk about entitlement, and it wasn't. And this is the thing too, because of you being responsible, it's not looked at being entitled because you've earned the the ability to have those resources or that benefit. Mm -hmm. So when we look at again the definition of entitlement, if someone who has not worked towards that, that they think they should automatically get it just because. Yeah. So that wasn't the case with you. So because of that, you know, you were able to be put on because you've shown yourself approved already. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing, too, I want to just throw out there. It's so funny we're talking about all of this, but um, I think that's so crucial to understanding where, I guess, where we've kind of went wrong to a degree with my generation and the gap between those years to this generation. You know, where did we drop the ball? Where did we, what did we do wrong or not enough of to cause this generation to think and believe that, whatever we have is theirs and they don't have to do anything else about it. Yeah. I feel like there has to be a point when it's like a, you know, like when you got like a baby bird in the nest, it just Mm got to spread its wings and fly eventually. Um, I feel like we need more encounters like that in my generation where, you know, family is still going to be family and they're going to be, they're going to have our backs and care for us and, you know, be there. But having uh, an encounter where it's like, okay, you just out there like you got to sink or swim, you know, mm-hmm. you just got to see what happens. If we if we really want to take away that entitlement feeling or overcome it, it has to be a basically a point or a time where we put in the work. And it's crazy because a lot of the times the the world or life itself is going to throw everything at us. Yeah. But it's just how you conquer it and how you face, you know those those things that are you know coming after you which is important it is and i think this is my last point and i'm done is that i I think that one of the biggest challenges and we want to you know fill this gap with this is that we have to be real and be honest with how the disparity came about and part of that is because of not having the the right influences and role models throughout the years. And I think this generation uh, has viewed the wrong people from rap to uh, yeah. reality TV as an influence or a role model, which is not real. Yeah. It's fictional. So me coming up, my parents were my role models. My pastors and role model. Other people were role model because of their, their work ethic, their beliefs, their morals, their character. And they were the visual to keep me grounded, to work hard and to grind and to hustle for what I wanted in life. And to know that nobody was going to give it to me. You know, I had to create my own table, Mm -hmm. you know, do things to be successful. And I think a lot of times, and you know, that happened because of who I looked at to be a role model and someone to be of influence to me compared to this generation, which I think, 
has kind of like went down the wrong path because they see the rappers and think that oh, I could be a baller, or I can do this and do that, or you know, it's supposed to be given to me this way because this was to what Sally Sue said on TV and yeah. things of that nature. So it's part of it is you know just being who's influencing you, mm-hmm. you know who's influencing. I was gonna say to piggyback off that, it's it's when you talk about influence in the realm of influence of where we're at right now, it is an oversaturated environment. Like mm-hmm. every, like everybody's an influencer now. Like whether yeah. it's micro, major, big, like if you think about it, everyone has some form of influence. You know, it doesn't matter how many followers you have. You have someone who look up to you, who looks to you. Um, and it's, and it's up to you to kind of decipher what it looks like to find the voice or someone who is really speaking the truth and what that means for you and your life and your situation. And that's, that's the biggest thing kind of deciphering and like, not listening to anyone else that's just poisoning your environment or just telling you to do such and such just because, you know, but finding those things and those people who are going to encourage you and push you to, you know, the lifestyle and the goals that you're trying to chase after. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And, you know, I would, I would just say, and then um, just to, to show the similarities, those who want to work hard will work hard Mm -hmm. those who will appreciate will appreciate and it it speaks volumes for this generation uh, who understands entitlement and understands that you're entitled to what you work for not what's given to you and i think the uh, understanding has to be that okay if i'm working for it then i'm entitled to it because of the work and the effort and the sweat that I put into whatever it is that I'm doing as opposed to thinking, you know, like I acknowledge again on power that, Oh, I'm supposed to get it by default just because, mm-hmm. um, it'll come, but you still have to, you know, show yourself approved. You still have to be responsible and appreciative of whatever is going to be given to you and not, um, um, what's the word I'm trying to see. Um, devalue or be smug or be conceited or cocky thinking that it's supposed to be more than what it is or you got to do better for example you know um my daughter she um (laughs) she was like you know this car is out there i want to i want this car my thing to her is what have you shown me or Mm -hmm. done to validate us to get this car yeah it's not that, you know, and then it goes back to entitlement. What makes you think you're entitled to this car just because? Yeah. Um, and the agreement is, let's see how successful you be over this next year of what you have to do. Mm-hmm. If you're doing A, B, C, D, then we'll have another conversation and revisit this car that you're interested in to see where we are at that time. As opposed to someone that's saying, no, I want it now. They have a tantrum. tantrum. Yeah. Don't want to do no work. Don't want to mm-hmm. clean the house. Don't want to do nothing else because they're mad because they couldn't get their way. Or they expect it because they see us doing very good. Or she see us being successful in other areas of our life. No, it doesn't work that way because we had to work hard for what we are. We have to be, work hard to get you to where you are. Yeah. So I think that's part of it. Just being able to teach. And for me, it's being, and this is how the filling the gap works for me, is my old school way of thinking had to shift 
to understand how the new way would would be able to take it in to be able to understand it um so yeah yeah i mean that's good i mean like if you want greater you gotta take care of what you got right now Mm -hmm. and i found out i couldn't just come out whoop and beat and do all the other stuff you know there's a way with this you know to to get what you want but get it in a way that you understand and appreciate and value why we're giving it to you and how you have to earn it Mm -hmm. so it's not you getting it because you think you deserve or you see we have it to give to you and we should just give it to you just because you're our daughter or our son and we love you. Yeah, we do. But we have to teach you the value of why you have it and to appreciate it as you move on in life. So, yeah, entitlement is powerful. I think we that was that that's that was right on. Yeah. Um. So we got our final statements. Mm. Final statements. How can we conclude or summarize everything that we just talked about for those people who are listening, they can just get it. If they just to leave them with something. Can I pick the fifth? Because <laughs> <laughs> we talked about a lot. We did. That. We did talk about a lot from different, you know, generational gaps of what it looked like when you were growing up and just eating food on the table and how we, you know, you spent that family time together. And this generation don't, we really don't do that. It's just everybody on their phone, everybody on TikTok, you know. Well, since I'm old school, Oh, gee, I go first and then you can you can you can close it out. And, All right. And we go from there. I think um, number one is understanding the misconceptions of entitlement. And that is not something that you're just privileged with, but it's something that uh, is earned through your your work, your mannerism, the way you respect, the way you honor and the way you understand and appreciate the sacrifices of um your parents or older generation to open up the door through civil rights, through um, voting rights, through anything else that's taking place to have the opportunities uh, and the resources that are available and not to take advantage of it. And then on the flip side of that, being able as a parent of this generation to be able to be relatable to them, to get them to know that, Hey, I do understand what you want. I understand that mentally it's a different generation. It's more stressed because of social media. However, this is the agreement we need to make for us to help you get what you want. We still need you to do A, B, C, D. Yep. I feel like for me, it's simple. It's nothing is given. You got to earn it. <laughs> and, if, and if something is given to you, it's because you've probably earned it and you didn't even know you earned it through your um punctuality through your character through yeah. different things that you have is like you know those things that are given to you is because you've put in the work s- somewhere in yeah. your life you know yeah. yeah yeah that's it i'm done yeah that's it that's <laughs> it i agree well listen uh until next time uh stay tuned stay connected um stay stay plugged in as we continue to talk about different topics every week um that will make you think make you gleam Uh, and make us come to a realization that there are differences. There is a gap that needs to be filled and we're going to do it together. Yeah, we are. You can follow me at Malik underscore Brookins on all social media platforms. And you can follow me at Clarence Brookins as well. And if you have any suggested topics that you want us to talk about that you feel are important and that we need to discuss, DM us, either one of us, and we're going to see what happens. Let's see if we get to it. Let's do it. Until next time. Peace. See ya.